Oh my god, do y'all hear that? Do y'all hear that? That is the sound of whales. And I know it sounds weird. You're probably thinking, Fatima, why are you playing whale sounds? I got an answer for you. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Fatima. Welcome to Embracing Rahma, the podcast for the Muslim woman. If there's one thing y'all need to know about me is when I'm working, I'm listening to whale sounds or, you know, nature, bird sounds, whatever. On this specific day, I'm listening to the whale sounds and I'm looking at the video of the whales, you know, playing in the background as I'm doing my work. And I'm thinking to myself, subhanAllah, you know, like the mother whale, the, the child whale are literally just sitting there swimming in the ocean. And the sound that they're emitting sounds, it sounds so incredibly otherworldly. In all the videos that I usually watch, you know, as I'm doing my work, there's always a mother and her baby there's never like really anyone else so alhamdulillah i ended up looking into it and i ended up finding out that after the baby is born the mother whale usually spends a time of isolation with the child and i don't know about y'all but that was so incredibly heartwarming it's so it was so incredibly fascinating to me because you know like as muslims we believe that animals in the sense worship allah right in the sense of like the fact that they fall into line and do exactly as they're prescribed to do and that's manifested through things like the birds being able to migrate during certain times of the year as i'm sitting there thinking about this and looking into it i'm like subhanallah like there's so much underlying wisdom there the mother can truly focus on the child make sure the child is out of harm's way the child can get all the love the care the attention the teaching that it needs to you know be educated and know how the world works but ultimately it's a time of deep divine intimacy between a mother and a child and y'all i don't know subhanallah that was just so beautiful to me and i was thinking to myself like everything you know that we have as humans is really mimicked <laughs> off of what we see in nature right the airplane mimics birds and so on and so subhanallah like i think right after that i was listening to the story of maryam may allah be pleased with her and in the quran allah tells us that maryam was really going through it she was in labor by herself separated from her people and really went through this difficult trying time with no other physical human there with her I think there's a lot of parallel between the isolation that a mother and a child will do, especially really early on in their days, compared to like, compared to the time that Maryam alayha salam really spent isolating away from her people. And with that being said, you know, since today's topic is talking about the importance and the benefit that you can get from very, very intentional spiritual isolation, <laughs> it only made sense to bring her up. You know, in a day and age where spiritual isolation is not even just a recommendation at this point it is a legitimate necessity there's so many distractions right a day passes in what feels like a couple hours like we have all these distractions at the tip of our fingers the notifications the ping the pong the pang whatever <laughs> life moves so much faster than it did in the past and it is really easy to get caught up in the spinning wheels of motion but alhamdulillah allah teaches us <laughs> Alhamdulillah, Allah teaches us that reflection is key. Now, couple that intentional isolation with reflection and you got the perfect atmosphere to be able to grow into your best self. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. As we're talking about this topic, I think back to, you know, all the different examples of other folks who were taught really isolated, right? The kids in the cave. If you don't know about that, you can look up the 18th surah in the Quran and learn more about their story. It's pretty much these kids who lived during a time where their people were not worshiping Allah the way they, they should have. And so they <laughs> essentially isolated to a cave and they spent so many years there, but all because they really wanted to worship Allah in the most intimate and beautiful way and not have that be adulterated with 
the ills of society. You know, we have Maryam alayhi salam. We have our beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who spiritually retreated to the cave and would spend days there, sometimes weeks, just pondering, waiting for revelation, spending time away from society to really cleanse himself. It's truly a form of self-care to give yourself the time to, to take a step back <laughs> and reflect and really think about what's going on in your life. What can you improve on? What are you doing good, right? Because it's important to not just think about what you could do better, but to also acknowledge the good that's going on in your life as a result of Allah's will, right? Spiritual isolation is truly a stepping stone to becoming a better version of yourself. If you know me, you know that one of my favorite people is Ibrahim alayhi salam. And when I tell y'all I sincerely love him, I sincerely love him. Who else is going to be the father of three Abrahamic religions? <laughs> we're going to focus very conveniently on the story in the Quran where we're told essentially, you know, how he spent some time doing some isolation and how that essentially helped him, you know, become the man who we know him to be. In the sixth surah of the Quran, Allah shares with us the story of Ibrahim when he was essentially taking some time to isolate and essentially thinking about his life's purpose and pondering the universe, thinking about who is my creator? So it starts off essentially talking about how he looked up at the sky, he sees the stars, and he thinks to himself, you know, is this my God? The day comes, he's like, nah, I don't like things that set. <laughs> I don't like things that disappear. Then what happens? He sees the moon. And then he thinks to himself, you know, if Allah does not guide me, I'm surely going to be of the people who have gone astray. And then he looks at the sun and he thinks to himself, hmm, maybe that's my God. And then he realizes <laughs> that none of them are his God and his creator is the one who created everything. Then I want to read to y'all what he says after he makes his realization. Oh, my people, indeed, I am free from what you associate with Allah. Indeed, I have turned my face towards he who created heavens and the earth, inclining towards truth. And I am not of those who associate others with Allah. This is such an underrated scene and I don't think that, I don't think that we talk about it enough as Muslims. We learn so many things about Ibrahim, about the amazing capacity of mankind. One of the wisdoms that we can take away from his story and implement into our lives is, is that Allah created us with a beautiful capacity to be able to reflect and act accordingly. Especially when we realize, you know what, like I might be wrong about XYZ. Alhamdulillah, Allah has created us with the beautiful capacity to be able to like recognize when we're wrong and be able to move forward from that. And I think that's what starkly differentiates us, <laughs> you know, from Iblis. I don't know, subhanAllah, it just, it, it warms my heart. And I hope that it warms your heart as well to know that Allah has given us such a beautiful capacity for self-growth, self-determination, self-betterment. We have the capacity to reflect on our actions and decide to be better people. That is a blessing, <laughs> especially when you use it the right way. And I know that Ramadan is coming up, which is one of the reasons why... I wanted to talk about this topic, especially as, you know, we're gearing up towards one of the best months of the year, alhamdulillah. Take your time if you need it now to reflect, spiritually isolate, plan your goals out, you know, and figure out what are some realistic steps you can take to reaching them. Allah has truly given each and every single one of us strength already. Like we inherently have it. Allah tells us in the Quran that he breathed the spirit into Adam, alayhi salam, and there's so much significance to that. Allah gave our father the capacity for excellence. And obviously as his descendants, we got that same capacity too. Like, because at the end of the day, we're not going to be here forever. One day we're going to die, inshallah. You don't know when it is. Could be 
a second from now, it could be a year from now, it could be a couple weeks from now, you don't know. We don't know when it's our time to go. But what we do know is Allah has given us the capacity and the inherent strength to overcome shaitan and to be amazing people and to be amazing people. A lot of it is just about us recognizing that. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about spiritual isolation and, and all the different ways that it can manifest. It's really about acknowledging that, you know? Allah has given us inherent value and we have to trust that he's done that. Otherwise, we leave the door open for a shaitan to come and do his little whispering. And when I tell you shaitan does not care about you or me, <laughs> he's the biggest hater in the history. Like I tell my friends this all the time. He's the biggest hater in the history of haters. He does not care about you. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not going down without a fight. But actually, I'm not going down at all. <laughs> inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. May Allah unite us all in Jannah and make Jahannam haram for us. But with that being said, I wanted to talk about, you know, like actionable items for spiritual isolation. Because don't get it twisted. I'm not telling you to migrate. I'm not telling you to go make hijrah. I'm not telling you to go migrate somewhere far away from your family and you know, really retreat within yourself and focus on Allah. I mean, if you have the capacity to do that and you want to do that, go ahead. I ain't gonna stop you. But, you know, for me, alhamdulillah, I'm a mother and I'm a wife and I work full-time job and and you know and have side hustles one thing that i have personally learned and i think this will be helpful for a lot of you is that you can practice spiritual isolation in your everyday life and a lot of it has to do with mindfulness what does that look like for example i don't know if y'all have ever been around a toddler but my toddler <laughs> when i tell you she has the energy of an energizer bunny and at least four little children inside of her i mean it <laughs> so sometimes as a result honestly like i get overstimulated but y'all know what that ends up looking like you start getting a little bit irritable upset thinking to yourself why like what's going on <laughs> so one way that i've been practicing spiritual isolation and i think this can help y'all too inshallah is in the moments where you feel triggered try to bring yourself back to reality and take a deep breath <sighs> take a deep breath because some of us don't have the luxury of being able to step away from our lives completely, right? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Either way. So during those moments, I, I try to mentally recollect myself, you know, and seek refuge in Allah and think to myself, how could I best handle this situation? You know, my daughter's so young. She's doing life for the first time. Like she's barely been alive for two years. Subhanallah. I can't blow up on her. I, I can't show her that I'm too frustrated because what is that going to do, right? I say all this to say that there are opportunities in our everyday life for us to spiritually isolate even if you don't have the privilege of being able to step away from your life that can look like taking advantage of the fact that we have five daily prayers y'all i think we be sleep collectively as an ummah on the five daily prayers and how we can use them to really kickstart our lives into becoming our best selves like you know you're already taking that time out for allah why don't you take a little bit just a little bit of extra time after you know what i mean a little bit of extra time to just think to yourself hold up what has happened in between the time of the last prayer to now that I'd like to address with myself and most importantly that I'd like to address with Allah because ain't nothing bad gonna come from constantly turning to him because you know that's what he wants you to do. <laughs> he wants you to do that. And if you don't actively pray five times a day, go ahead and start. Start with one and build your way up from there. I want you to commit at least one time a day, one time a day. It don't even have to be after every salah if you're not actively doing this. I want you to commit to one time a day where you are actively spiritually isolating yourself away from the distractions, away from the phones, away from this, away from that, away from the screens, 
He already knows what you're struggling through. <laughs> Open your heart to him. He already knows what you're struggling through. He already knows what you're happy about, what makes you sad, what gets you excited. Like he knows all of that. Okay? To ask for the strength to put your ego aside when you need to. <laughs> to ask for the capacity to have good judgment and ask for the capacity to not see things through your feelings, but rooted in reality. You know, because sometimes our feelings can get in the way <laughs> of interpreting a situation, right? Not that I'm saying that's always a bad thing. If you are already actively practicing some sort of, you know, spiritual isolation, let me know what you do. Maybe you can help someone else in the comments, inshallah. If you don't, go ahead and drop down there what you do plan on doing so you can give other people ideas. Another example of something you could do is journaling, for instance, because it really requires you to engage your mind, right? You're not just sitting there aimlessly, just like looking at the screen or whatever you are sitting there maybe you got a pencil in hand maybe you are using a screen maybe you're using your phone a laptop whatever write out your thoughts write out your thoughts that can help some people really slow down their thoughts and focus on what's right in front of them speaking to a loved one that loved one could be a lot <laughs> let's normalize when you run into an issue saying oh allah y'all help me with this y'all i'm struggling right now y'all you see me what i'm going through right now y'all 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 <laughs> you see this come through for you girl i'm also talking about the kind where you could be out in nature or maybe you have your headphones on and you're listening to birds chirping or you could be like me a little weirdo listening to whales humming <laughs> um i think all of these are really beautiful forms to see allah's power and mercy manifested in everything that we do but also ways to really calm your heart and take you away from whatever could be bothering you right and take you away from a lot of the things that distract us and make us feel ungrounded there is a beautiful sense of peace and tranquility you get when you put your feet on the ground for instance and you don't have shoes on in the dirt just running around in the grass or when you're listening to the waves crash at the beach or looking at the sunrise or watching birds fly across the sky it doesn't even have to be a huge chunk of time that you take out to do this it can even be you know, in passing, maybe you're on a road trip and you happen to look out the window and see all these beautiful wonders that Allah has placed on this earth for us. You can take that time to reflect on the fact that these are mercies of Allah. He didn't have to do any of these things for us. And that can remind you of him and ultimately your purpose. We don't have to limit our idea of what spiritual isolation can look like. It can be happening right now as you're listening to this episode. So Alhamdulillah, with all that being said, that pretty much sums up today's episode of embracing rahma which oh my goodness we're on episode four i cannot believe we're basically done with this episode subhanallah i hope that inshallah this episode was beneficial to you because i think you know the concept of spiritual isolation is for sure overdue especially in the age of technology y'all think about what y'all want to get out of ramadan inshallah what do you want to focus on i am going to be taking a two-week hiatus from the podcast because i have an amazing project that i'm working on right now as it relates to modest fashion Ooh, hold up i was about to ask for permission to plug <laughs> that project but then i was like hold up girl this is your podcast you don't need to ask for permission so what i'm working on is a series called modestly yours which is essentially a series focused on how we can make modest fashion better for all of us inshallah better for all of us inshallah from the tall girls the short girls the skinny girls the chunky girls 
the neurodivergent girls who get overstimulated because the hijab is just touching them all over the girls who want to shop sustainably and know that the fabric that they're getting is not made in a sweatshop for example or hurting the environment we know that Allah gave us this planet to take care of you know inshallah I'm going to be sharing the journey with that on Instagram even though I'm going on a hi hiatus from the podcast I'm gonna still be posting the shorts for y'all <laughs> but just know that we're gonna come back strong inshallah i have a beautiful series that i'm working on preparing for y'all for ramadan i'll have an episode released every week inshallah for you all to tune into i'm so excited to share it with y'all oh my god girl i got a big mouth like i want to share it with y'all now but i'm not gonna do that because we gotta be a little bit mysterious so <laughs> i appreciate every single one of you and your support so much if you found this episode beneficial share it with your friends your family members watch it with them matter of fact re-watch it if you want to <laughs> i love you all for the sake of allah may allah unite us all in jannah and make us of those who can reunite there as friends who reminded each other of him in the dunya assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh